After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. So we are back on Hell Hath No Fury Like um, something or other. How are you? Mate? Some year or other. Not too bad. Not too bad. Busy day. But yeah, not not too bad. But enjoying the weekend. Where this is a bit different for us because we're recording in the uh, middle of the afternoon. Middle of the afternoon. Yeah, it's been peeing down in Liverpool all day. It's um, it's been on and off here. It's not been doing loads, but on the occasional sprinkle, I've noticed. I was in London this morning for a couple of hours due to my work, and um, it was like The Walking Dead, but in real life, <laughs> absolutely uh, deserted. Yeah. Or um, The Last Man on Earth. Come yeah. on, Neville! <laughs> yeah. Um, or the many different versions of it. Yeah. Oh. That, I think that's my all-time favourite book, um, because it's been made into so many films, and they're also yeah. I enjoy I enjoyed the book as well. After I saw I Am Legend first was the first one that I saw. Thought right, I'll go and read the book, and then I've watched a couple of the others since. Well, it, it's one of them that every time period where they make a film version of it, it is of that period. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So the seventies yeah. one with Heston is super seventies. Yeah. Maybe we should do all, watch all them as well. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the audio book. I'm amazed really... they've never done anything at Halloween Horror Nights. I know. With that. I know. Because, and again, each version has got totally different um, vampires. Yeah. Absolutely totally different. Yeah, definitely. I'm, and, I am surprised now you brought that up. Yeah. And I Am Legend is a cracking film. Yeah. But, but CGI vampires just wasn't in the script. No. They were a bit poo. But yeah. Anyway, how are you? I've asked that. Have we got any news towards Halloween Horror Nights 30? Yeah, we've got got a little bit. Um, I think it was Wednesday that um, Universal Studios posted on their store yeah. some merchandise. Merchandise. Which, you, you know, us being... As we are, we can't resist, even though we're not going to be there. We we were like, oh, let, let's get something. Um, and then it all went a bit pear-shaped. Well, you've just told me off here what's happened, because yeah. I, I haven't put two and two together. Um, so go on. Yep, so they went up. There was four designs 
that they were using. And it was all historical stuff that we've seen at previous events. It was celebrating previous events because it is 30 years. Yeah. Um, so we had one for Friday nights, the original event. Um, not even thinking about it. And we carried on. We looked the next one. I think there was a Halloween one. There was a mummy one. Yeah. And there was a Jack one, which was the one we all went, oh, that's, that's great. We love Jack. Um, but couldn't get on the website. And so there, these were on T-shirts, they were on pins, and they were on shot glasses to start with. Yeah. Um, there'd been screen grabs. I think Chris had got in there straight away, uh, our ripples, and he'd got a screen grab of it and posted it to us. But none of us could then get on the site at the time. So we managed to get on the next day. T-shirts had all gone. Still not thinking about it. Well, it's not unusual, is it? No. It's a, it's a big thing. It's, it's Universal's big thing of the year. So yeah. it's not a surprise that the T-shirts have sold out. It's the easiest option. People will wear them all the time. Yeah. Buying a shot glass, they're going to be on display. Buy a pin. What are you going to do with that? Um, <laughs> and then eventually we... We kept looking, and then, then it seemed to shrink again. There were 16 items left on there, uh, and it, it shrunk again the next day, and it was all on one page, and I wasn't sure why. And then I looked, and I was like, that first lot of stuff's gone. The Fright Night stuff isn't there. Yeah. Surely that's not all sold out. And I had a, had a quick search. Yes, Universal put the wrong date on them. Hey. <laughs> they put 1990 instead of 1991. Now, I mean... You would like to think they haven't got a warehouse full of 1990 merch. Yep, but I'm guessing they possibly have. Yeah. Oh, dear. Because <laughs> they were also on sale, I believe, in the parks. Oh. Um, so I think they probably had to pull everything regarding the, the Fright Nights. So, yeah, that there's nothing to do with the first event at the moment on the website. Uh, the T-shirts still haven't come back. We're, we're still like... Oh, we really, really want them. But yeah, we're still waiting on what's actually going to happen. They've not actually confirmed it themselves, but quite clearly that's what's happened. But them t-shirts are going to be so insanely collectible. Yeah. They should sell the stock off what they've got. All the cock up stock. Yeah. Sell it off. I mean, they probably It'll probably be, yeah. It'll probably be in those, those garage sales that they do. Yeah. Yeah, um, a load of Halloween Horror Night fellas all rummaging through them. Yeah. The, that shop that on the um, the exit, they'll all be in there for frigging... They'll still be top yeah. dollar them, because they'll be worth yeah. money. Yeah. Unworn. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Will will be like, oh, we can't get there to get one. <laughs> well, maybe somebody with a kind heart will yeah, reach out you to never us. Know. You never know. Yeah. Um, no. What about Hollywood? So Hollywood, we've not heard. We've heard even less about Hollywood over the over the last couple of months. With with the uh, with Orlando, we knew that they were definitely building stuff. Um, with Hollywood, it's a little bit different because a lot of it is out on the back lot. Yeah, and obviously that hasn't been open because the parks aren't open and still aren't open. Yeah, in in California, um, but someone did a flyover. Saw where they were building one day, and then the next day, it was all being pulled out. 
could they have not just put the wrong year on that one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've just put the wrong thing in the maze. No, yeah. it really did look like they were just completely wrecking it. But, I mean, right, that you can make that picture look like whatever you want it to look like. Yeah. Are we certain that that was... That is an actual tent or building a soundstage for the yeah, event. It, it's one of the normal spots, I believe, that they use. It was a sprung tent. It wasn't a stage. Um, it's one of the, like we see at Orlando, where they put tents up to, to put the houses in. This was one of those. And maybe, maybe again, I, I mean... At the start of all this, my head was falling off and anyone who wanted to go to Halloween on night needed shooting. But now I'm chilling out to everything and I'm calming down. Yeah. Maybe it's just a scaled back event. It could well be. And as I say, Hollywood's not even open now. So the problem they have is that they haven't got a, a huge amount of time uh, to, to go through regular day guests and get that all worked out and then to launch Halloween Horror Nights, I think there will probably be, they'll be lucky if there's a month between so, them reopening and Halloween Horror Nights opening. So again, I don't know how many houses they had at Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood confirmed. Maybe they had 10 houses. Maybe they, they had five finished. And yeah. may, maybe it's going to be a five house event. And yeah, everyone it, can be a bit spaced out more. It could well be. With, with them, it's, it's a little bit different because they do have other attractions. Yeah. They have the... And last year, they didn't use it, but they, the Terror Tram oh, yeah. is another option that they have, um, which is easier to spread people out because it is walking through the lot. It's not as bad as walking through a house. Yeah. Um, so they could get away with running that if they, they're prepared to do something like that. That might work for them a bit better than having multiple houses. So there you go, everyone. We're being optimistic. Hey, yeah. We're being yeah. optimistic. Fingers crossed. Yeah, you have to be. You, you just don't know. Without an announcement at the moment, it could go either way. Yeah. We're not going to see, say that C word anymore. No. Damn no. It. Not until it actually happens. Yeah. And then we will. But yeah. Then we will mourn. Now, yeah. I mean, I put out the other day, I think... I don't know if I did a poll or I just asked a question, but say they've got all these houses done and say the, it does happen and it goes all wrong and it gets cancelled. Would there be a market to have detailed walkthroughs of them houses? I, I think there would be, certainly on Orlando's part where you aren't allowed to film Yeah, a lot of the time. Uh, I know a lot of people would love to be able to see those houses, but... On and especially if a lot of people aren't going to see them in person, I don't see why not. You know, there's, I mean, there's, you could even be selling three different versions because people have got VR headsets, so there's a VR version of the house. You know, you could put yeah. the scare actors in and everything, couldn't you? Yeah, have them jumping out. So you it's could, not like they're going to be close to anybody, is it? No, exactly. So you could have 360, then you could do because some people still have got 3D tellies, so you could do a 3D one. And then for the normal people like me who's got neither, you could just do a normal walkthrough. Yeah. I'd, I'd support Orlando um, Universal and pay for it. Yeah. 
you know, I think it would be brilliant. Or even do but, a deal uh, with Netflix or somebody. Yeah, there's there's so much, especially we've talked about some of the houses that were rumoured, and I think a, a few of them we would be like, oh God, I can't believe I'm missing this. Yeah, I'm devastated if, if the Beetlejuice house is as good as everyone's rumoured to be saying it. Rumoured. Yeah. Is, yeah, you know, exactly. What a devastating fucking thing to miss. Yeah. One oh. of those iconic houses that kind of came out of left field, but you go, yeah, that's perfect. Oh, well, the actor who plays him in the parks is is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know the history. I'm not going to pretend to be a historian on Halloween Horror Nights. That's not what this watch show is. Um, I don't know if they've done it one in, in, the, in the past or not, but... No, this, uh, this is the first time as oh, far as I'm aware. Don't break me heart. So, don't break me heart. Uh, which is amazing considering they've had the rights to Beetlejuice for so long. Yeah. That they've never touched it. And I do wonder whether it's now they're looking at it because they're going, well, we haven't got the show anymore. What are we going to do with them? Because yeah. currently he just wanders around the park snorting at people. <laughs> well, he does, yeah. He's boss, isn't he? Yeah. Um, now, we did, the last one was Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Now, one of our, I won't give his name away because just in case, but one of our crew was watching. Creature from the Black Lagoon 2 the other day? I think what he said 3. Oh, did he say 3? Yeah. Which I didn't even know there was 3. I think the first person said he was watching number 2, and then the second yeah. person said, oh, there's a third one or something. Yeah. Now, could that be? Imagine if they did, because all the classic monsters have got follow-on movies. And they've done yeah. a classic monster house last year. Imagine if this year they were doing a classic monster house, but it was all two. Classic mm. monsters, two. Yeah. Well, technically, Frankenstein's sequel was already in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, she was. With yeah. Bride. Yeah. Um, so, do you know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see an Albert Costello, Costello house. They're oh. monster shows. Yeah. I can't wait to watch them. I've never watched them. That you know, that's something we're gonna to have to add to the list. Yeah. Um so this this episode we're talking Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. And there's been a lot of versions of this, but the one we're going with is the one that was on the DVD box set. Yeah. Uh, and it's the nineteen forty three version. Um, yeah. next episode is we've we've decided to incorporate some modern films as well. Bit of modern yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to look at some modern horror that may or may not fit into Halloween Horror Nights' wheelhouse. Yeah, so we picked um, scary stories to tell in the dark, so yeah. that'll be on the next episode. Uh, but Phantom of the Opera? Yeah. What do we... So, Phantom of the Opera, 1943. We decided against the the early silent version is it's a little bit difficult to review a silent movie. I feel. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to watch it, but is it just a load of piano in there? And yeah. that comes off. So, yeah, it was 1943. It's, it's part of the Universal Monsters box set that was released, I think, like five or six years ago, maybe yeah. a bit longer. Um, so it's easy to find if anybody wants to see it. It is one of the later ones. Obviously, it's not part of that original 
lot like Frankenstein, Dracula. They were all 1930s. Yeah. Um, but this one did pop up, and it does star or co-star someone from one of those early movies as well, which I didn't know about, Claude Rains, who played the Invisible Man as well. Oh, right, okay. Um, but yeah, it was made on a budget of 1.5 million. Yeah. So that's quite a lot for the 1940s. Well, you can see, um, I mean, looking at my notes, you can see where they spent the money because it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And again, this was another one that was filmed on the stage at Universal Studios Hollywood. Wow. Um, it was the same same set, in fact, that they used for the 1920s one. Yeah. It, that was standing up until five years ago. Um. So it was well over 100 years old, that set. Oh, just coming up to 100 years old, sorry, should I say. Before they, I believe they've still got it. It's still standing somewhere. They moved it as as much as they could, but it, it actually sat in a soundstage that was still used to this day. It was still sat in stage 28. Bloody hell. Um, and was rumoured to be haunted by Lon Chaney, <gasps> who played the Phantom in the 1920s one. Yeah, and he looks horrible in it, doesn't he? Looking at yeah. That. Well, he, this is the, the scary thing. He used to do his own makeup. Yeah. Um, I have actually seen his makeup box. They had, they had it at Universal for a while in, in Hollywood. Um, it was in the, the, Hollywood, uh, the Universal Museum. Bloody hell. Um, and it was, it was ridiculous, the, the, the stuff that he had in it. And he used to do all sorts of stuff to himself. Because, of course, he also played the Hunchback, played the Wolfman. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then his son, son went on to, to star in future movies as well. So quite scary. But yeah, 1943 one was, was filmed on the same stage uh, and the same set, same set. Now, I'm reading here that this is the only classic universal horror film to win an Oscar. Ah. For art and direction and cinematography. Interesting, that's... That's a surprise. It's beautiful, as I said. Um, but wonderful that they actually won something for it, because it's not the sort of film that you'd expect. Well, I mean, have you got notes? Do you want I to have got notes, yeah. Go on then, let's go through your notes first. So, just a couple of notes that I've already mentioned. Claude Rains, obviously, The Invisible Man. What a set, as you said. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. The opening stage scene, I thought, was very Wizard of Oz-like. Yeah, definitely. It, it felt like that with the, the road going up out, out of the way. For those of you that um, are vlog fans, I thought everybody looked like Tim Tracker. <laughs> yeah. They'd all got the little curly tashes. Yeah. Um, I thought both women would get it, the two lead women. <laughs> um, but it was all very stalkerish at the start. Yeah, the definitely. two men vying for our attention. Um, didn't think there was much story to start with. I thought it was all a bit, oh, we'll just throw some people on the stage, not really tell you anything about it. Um, again, I said they all seemed pretty obsessed with her. Uh, not just the two that were vying for her, but obviously Chopin as well was. Something about Mary. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought everybody was pretty mean to each other. At the yeah. start of it, they were all literally tearing each other to shreds. Um, 
a real unhappy movie. Nothing going right for anybody. Yeah. Um, I said the scarring scene was quite brutal. I thought the throne of the acid was quite, to excuse the pun, in your face. Well, he basically loses everything in stages, doesn't he? Yeah. And then that happens where he's he's had his music stolen. Yeah. And he just yeah. just murdered him. Yeah. Yeah, it really it wasn't wasn't nice at all. Uh then I said, Oh, it's good to be on the back lot. So when you're in the streets, that's that's clearly the back lot at Universal. Wow. Um which again was used for multiple films, Frankenstein. A lot of that was filmed the chasing through the streets. Pretty much the same streets. Um, I have no idea why he heads to the sewers. There's no explanation. He just runs away and then slinks into the sewers. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, there is a reason because he's trying to get away from them, but it doesn't explain as to why he would head straight there rather than going somewhere else. Yeah, he just sort of... I think he just looks, doesn't he, and sees the yeah. sewer all and thinks, oh, there's a fucking option. Yeah. Uh, I thought the singing voices of the women were kind of strange. 1940s, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I said, honestly, not one that's keeping my attention at this point. Um, nothing to concentrate on. And I said, then it picked up and I said, oh, now some comedy. So when the two two guys were battling each other for her attention. Yeah. I thought that was quite different. We hadn't seen that in any of the, the other horror films that we've watched, the Universal horror films. So I thought that was a little bit different. Um, I said, this is the first one that doesn't seem to be coming to the end of the story, though, after, after an hour or so. Yeah. Whereas the previous ones, it felt like the films were coming to an end after about 45 minutes and then carried on. And this one didn't feel like that. I felt it was it still had some story to tell at that point. Um, then I said, oh, the Phantom of the Opera is here <laughs> when he makes his first appearance. But then I thought, his shadow looks like Darkwing Duck. <laughs> um, I said, like, oh, just a bit bland. It was nothing, nothing spectacular. I also found that it was still a musical. Obviously, the later ones have been musicals based on Andrew Lloyd Webber's version, but it still felt like it was. There were still lots of theatre scenes and, and still quite a bit of singing throughout it, just a, in a bit of a different form, not telling the story by what they were singing, but moving the story on with doing it. Um, I have got lots of notes on this. I'm surprising myself. Um, still admiring the set when they go back into the theatre again. Um, drug scandal. I didn't expect that either. Um, that was quite surprising. The running around in the rafters when he's chasing him, I thought it was quite exciting. It picked up at that point. Um, the Love Rivals are comedic, as I said. It's the first time there's been any real comedy in these, these films. Um, some of the costume work is bizarre. I think that was the guy as they were entering the, the theatre, the, the ra- rounded guy, should I say. Yeah. Um, with the, the monocle, I was like... He's wearing some strange gear. I'm yeah. sure I wouldn't have gone to the theatre dressed like that in the 1940s. Definitely um, Then I said, the vicar's wig is beyond, beyond hilarious. He looked like Doc Brown had gone back in time. Yeah. Um, 
The multiple mask wearers is probably the freakiest part of the film. And they were all wearing the Phantom's mask. Yeah. Um, they must have just had a drawer in there somewhere full of masks. Yeah. Then I said when they were on stage, the guy that was singing with the horse was wearing what looked like a hunchback mask. Uh, it was very kind of wrong proportions. Yeah. Um, then wow the chandelier when it comes crashing down into the middle of the theatre. That looked great. I thought the chandelier was built really well, considering it was only a, a prop. Um, the underground sets are superb as well. So when they start running through the, the sewers, I thought that was really good. Um, the collapsing building stunt, I thought was really good as well, and a, and a really good end to the film. Um, I said the story never really outstayed its welcome. Um, it carried on going. There was always story going. Well, not as exciting as others we have watched. It has, um, sustained, it has a sustained story that has kept me entertained for the hour and a half. Uh, so, what what would you give it? Um, I'd probably give it about six and a half, seven. And if this was a, if this is a new thing I'm going to bring to the end of each like film, if this was a house, would you be excited? Probably, yes. I think there's there's parts of it that would sell itself really well to a house. Um, probably, probably two sections of it, the theatre and the sewers would sell itself really well. Yeah, I think it'd work. Definitely. Um, shall I fire through mine? Yep, go for it. Um, looks very modern in the orchestral opening. Uh, you wouldn't have thought it was in the 40s, the film, and it. The colours yeah. are amazing. Uh, now, in the last film, I said 1950s chicks are amazing. Um, I've put here 1940s chicks are amazing. Um, <laughs> probably they're hot, and then I put, and they're probably dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love the English French talk, English then, Monsieur. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's set in France. So, how do we say it's set in France? We just talk in English. <laughs> and then we say Monsieur every time we talk to a man. Yeah. Um, oh, no, he's losing everything and descending into madness. That happened very quick. I think now, yeah. like the Joker film, they got a whole film out of that. Yeah. Sent into madness. This was done in about two minutes. He went from losing his job to losing the girl to losing everything and then murder yeah. just like that um stitch up someone has robbed it um father bad uh father mad barnet shit oh no she didn't when she throws <laughs> the acid in his face uh, i'd rather go to prison than go into them sewers so he's just had his face burnt off with acid and he's going like they never show sewers the way they're supposed to should be no. full of shit shouldn't he yeah there's no poo floating no, and he jumps right into that water. All his face is infected with all like red hot acid on it and everything. Yeah, and he, and he jumps into the water full of shit and piss. Oh, that sting. Um, he, oh, yeah, yeah, he's just washed his face in shit that will sting. <laughs> and I've put here, he was 48. So in the film, he's a 48 year old, he's two years older than me, and I am old. Um, bits of comedy 
uh, after you, after you say, after you, Monsieur. <laughs> um, just realised I haven't written anything. So there was a long bit in the middle of the film. I mean, maybe it's where you lost interest. Where yeah, I, I just zoned out. Yeah, there seemed to be a lot about the uh, the relationships yeah. in that middle bit that had absolutely nothing really to do with the story. Whereas the other films just sort of get to the point, tell the story. Yeah. A little bit of horror. Um, uh, weakest chokehold ever, he's in. That's when he, he strangles the security guard. He was so yeah. limp. Um when he finds the body, I heard Inspector Clouseau, there's been a murder. <laughs> oh, that was Scottish. <laughs> Turned uh, into Taggart. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, uh, opera. Oh, yeah. The, the opera music, the, the, the singing and everything definitely added to that drama that was getting yeah. played out in front of you. Um, whose job was it to light all them candles? <laughs> That nasty bastard. Um, I've always watched over you, Grumpy. Why did the sewers just cave in? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, sorry, not Grumpy. Creepy, where he says that to her again, like very yeah. stalker, stalker. Um, and the sewers, yeah, they did they caved in, but they caved in from one bullet. <laughs> yeah. You know, in again, if this was now, there'd be a big explosion, a build up of gas or something. But it was Yeah, it would have it would have planted a bomb or something. Yeah, it was weird. Um so Susanna Foster, Christine, died in two thousand and nine. And as far as I can work out, she's the last surviving cast member. She was eighty four. Yeah. Um I've put strange horror movie, not a horror at all. Mm. Uh, almost a dark comedy, weakest of all the monster films, five out of ten. Yeah, I, I can see that. It definitely doesn't feel like a horror film. Yeah. It, it, it didn't even have any jump scares, really. No. Which we'll get it's on a, to. It's more of a suspense. Yeah, definitely. Um, the next film on next episode, that had jump scares. Yeah. So... There you go. Yeah. Would, I be, would I be happy to go through the house? Be happy to go through any house at the moment, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to build one in the back garden. <laughs> yeah. we, can, we can all go through. Definitely. You can sit down. Nick can say no thank you. <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sad times. Yeah. But we are. We have got another episode planned yes. saying, saying that. Um, we're going to reunite the team that were in Orlando last year for a, a look back. Yeah, just a, a reminisce, basically, because we've had a year to dwell on things and new things might have jumped into your head that we remember, little things. Yeah. You know, it'd just be nice to remember them and get them down on as a, an audio memory, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's said that we're not going to be there this year, but we have got some great... You Obviously, you've got some great years behind you where you've, where you've been previously, but last year was was a superb time for all of us. Oh, one of the best holidays I've had in my life. I just remember laughing so much. Yeah, we did. We spent a lot of time laughing. Yeah. And doing things that I don't think I probably would have done. Like, I would never have gone in that bar at the top of the hotel. No, I wouldn't. When I walked but, in, and it was very <laughs> Miami Vice. 
<laughs> yeah, it was. You could just imagine people rolling their slaves up. Yeah, and we're all like, we've got theme park funk all over us. Yeah, we've just walked back from the from Halloween Horror Nights. The music was... <laughs> yeah. And there was no bloody fireworks. No fireworks. No nothing. No. Fucking freezing. Yeah. Yeah. So, on that note... I don't know what we say on this one. Cue the fucking music, lavies. <laughs> Cue the fucking music.